And now we are joined by Linda Shevlin for an interview. Hello, Linda. Are you there? I am indeed. Hi. Hello. Hey. So, yes, of course, you're here to talk to us about the upcoming exhibition, Radical Actions, which you're mm. curating at the RMIT Gallery. And, and yeah, this is um, it's about the rising in Ireland. Um, yeah, of course, has its uh, 100th year. Um, well, yeah, 100 years ago from, from this year, 2016 to 1916. And you've said that you didn't want this to be about looking back on the sort of idealised kind of version of a past. That was a very, it was very important to you that it would be something, I guess, more than that. Could you maybe talk us about yeah, why you wanted to avoid that and what your main aim was with this exhibition? Well, I suppose really the, the main motivation was I kind of thought like, you know, it's a year of commemoration. There's a huge amount of activities happening uh, both at home and internationally because we obviously, as, as a nation, we have a huge diaspora. But the, the main motivation, I suppose, is really to be a little bit critical of ourselves as a nation and to kind of step back and maybe provide a more kind of broad-reaching perspective of, of how our kind of history of rebellion and revolution has formed us as a society and kind of looking at the, the kind of lesser-talked-about aspects um, of Irish history um, and uh, wanted to work specifically with these artists because they are very politically driven in the work that they make. Mm. So how do you think that the political works of these Irish artists relate to issues that uh, have been faced or are currently being faced by Australians at the, at the moment and in the past, I guess? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. So one of the artists who I think probably uh, touches on something that is uh, very relevant here in the context of being in Australia is Seamus Nolan, and his work deals specifically, this project deals specifically with institutional abuse. Mm. Um, and what he is... His installation is essentially a, a political proposal. He's presenting an actual proposition for a, a kind of an alternative form of a commemoration mm. where um, a child who died in the 70s was a victim of institutional abuse. It kind of opened up the whole investigation in Ireland around institutional abuse. Mm. And what he's calling for is for... Originally, the campaign started in Ireland, and we're now rolling it out as an international campaign here in Australia. Um, thus, we would try to um, appoint this deceased child as the 10th president of Ireland when our current president stands down in 2018. That it would be kind of a, a symbolic gesture, um, that it would be kind of a collective national sentiment, and that would kind of maybe go in some way to assisting with this healing and solidarity by by honouring survivors of state and institutional abuse because it's something that is really kind of um, endemic in, in Ireland and it's very much embedded in our in our society um, in terms of how many people it affected. Um, and I know that it's something that's also been, been kind of experienced by um, by uh, the population here in Australia too, that there's sort of similar incidents. And unfortunately, it kind of comes from the religious orders. And so I think, yeah, there's kind of that sense of, it's the type of work that kind of works across international barriers. Mm, yeah, that certainly is a, how to kind of uh, honour those victims and, and move through that past is certainly something that we're trying to face here in Australia in the wake of the Royal Commission into Child Sex Abuse. So I guess uh, one of the other 
political issues that we would sort of expect to see in this exhibition, seeing it is seeing as it is kind of commemorating this hundred years since the uh, mm. rising in Ireland is sort of, I guess, these ideas of nationhood and secession, which sort of have become so relevant again in the wake of Brexit. What do you think is to be gained by considering these issues on a broader time scale and through this kind of artistic lens? And I guess, uh, what do these artists sort of bring to it? Yeah, I think like by, by putting like all of these works have been kind of created now sort of with this commemoration in mind. Mm. You know, so in terms of I see my role as the curator, kind of pulling these pieces together that can form another narrative mm. around these works that are already existing by placing them in this context and opening up conversations about what what these works can do um, in terms of sort of, as I say, highlighting these aspects that we're maybe a little bit more reticent to, to discuss openly and to have a kind of public platform to mm. allow for these discussions around these quite delicate, sensitive and sort of, in some cases, these sort of um, very contentious issues. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, th- look, I think it is, it's, it's an interesting position for artists to take. You know, there's, there's no kind of grand claims in terms of, um, you know, particularly in, in, in light of Brexit, where, where, you know, there's, there's no kind of grand gestures that are kind of uh, claiming to fix or to um, alter mm. our society. But I think it's at least allowing for that discussion and for that kind of platform to, uh, to allow for a kind of a further exploration of these things. And and you've also uh, so there's quite as you mentioned before there's there's um, the installation but there's also um, film incorporated as well in this exhibition so films like Bernadette and, and the other North and it seems as though that's 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 kind of visual art and and uh, and film combination is something you've you've done quite a bit of in your previous work so what what is it you like about that sort of combination of film and other the other other artworks that you'd more I guess typically see in this exhibition setting yeah I, I think there's something well I think particularly when we're talking about political work, you know, film has been instrumentalised so much in kind of political activism and from kind of propaganda right the way through to, you know, uh, more sort of subversive modes of, of communicating a message. And I think it's it's a media that, that we respond very well to. Um, and in terms of, you know, the logistics of an international show, it's, it's fantastic that we, you know, we can quite easily present... Yes. Film works on the other side of the world, you know, which is something that would be kind of, um, you know, larger scale works would obviously be a little bit more logistically tricky, shall we say. So it's a very mobile exhibition in terms of that. But, it, you know, um, yeah, I think film is just a it's, a, it's a really immediate kind of medium. And it's, um, I think it's also very accessible. And that's something that, that I, you know, as a curator, I'm very conscious of that, mm. you know, there's uh, this sense of sort of an elitism around the white kid spaces and you know I think film is something that certainly speaks to a kind of much broader audience. Mm, mm, definitely the the accessibility of film is something that I, I think is very interesting in mm. art. Um, thank you so much for talking to us Linda. Is there anything else you'd like to uh, say? It's, uh, we're opening on Thursday evening yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, from 6pm till 8pm mm-hmm. and uh, the exhibition runs till the 22nd of October and there's a whole series of events um, there are going to be a number of film screenings that are kind of around uh, 
international kind of ideas around political activism and protests. Um, so we have, there's a number of films from, from Ireland. There's a film called The Rocky Road to Dublin that was made in the 60s and it kind of was commissioned around the 50th anniversary, The Rising. So it's kind of interesting to see, you know, where we are now, 150 years on from that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we have a contemporary film called Eat Your Children, which is um, by an Irish director, Tras O'Brien. Mm-hmm. And it is... Um, the film is very interesting. It's kind of looking at how how we protest now, you know, in the mm. in light of you know our kind of political and uh, financial situation. The last six seven years, it's been quite quite kind of tumultuous time for us. Mm. Um, but yes, we have been quite lax in terms of how we articulate our you know unhappiness at our current situation. So they're mm. kind of looking at our uh, our history of protest in Ireland. And then mm. I think there's a number of, of international films coming into the programme as well. So it'll be, yeah, there's, there's going to be a lot of stuff happening around the gallery for the next six, seven weeks. So, yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, it sounds very exciting. Thank you so much for talking to us, Linda. No problem at all. Pleasure, pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. OK, uh, Radical Actions is... Um, very soon. Yeah, at uh, the RMIT Gallery on the RMIT City campus, um, of course. So just before we go to our next song, since um, we did talk about institutional abuse a bit in that interview, we thought, yes, the, we will we'll just give you some helplines in case you were particularly affected by anything we happened to, to mention earlier. Um, so Beyond Blue is one three hundred two two four six three six. Kids Helpline is one eight hundred five five one eight hundred. 555 Lifeline is one three one 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 four. And the uh, National Sexual Assault and Domestic Violence Counselling Services, of course, 1-800-RESPECT. Use them if you feel the need. 